Hey there, I've got a question for you. Where are you at with your goals? That's what we're going to talk about this morning on this episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser and I am your host. Today is Wednesday, August 11th, 2021. It is the 223rd day of 2021. So where are you at with your goals for this year? On this episode, I am going to review where I'm at with my goals, the process that I use to get there, and how that process is changing. So without further ado, let's get into it. For those of you who are note who are new, easy for me to say, this is a show that provides insight and tools to build the lives and homesteads of our dreams. And a few weeks ago, <clears throat> a few weeks ago, we did an episode where we touched on goals, we, we talked about the fact that we were halfway through the year. And this idea to do this episode be formed in my mind at that time. So, I should do another episode on goals, but what I'm going to cover today is something that I started doing a few years ago based on an article by Tim Ferriss called Forget New Year's Resolutions and Conduct a Past Year Review Instead. And I'm going to outline the steps that I've taken on this, the steps I've taken in taking this a little further and how I'm going to move forward with this exercise this year because I've already got my sights set on 2022. And the reason I have my sights set on 2022 is I didn't really have and I don't really have a very clear um, framework for 2021. I have some goals. They've been more like quarterly goals. And now I'm really focusing on my health. So uh, health is my primary focus for uh, without a doubt the remainder of the third quarter and it will likely remain my focus for the remainder of the year. So, by the end of the year, I will be engaging in this past year review exercise one more time, and I will link to this article in the show notes, but during the commute, we're going to discuss the process and what I've done 
uh, in addition to the process that Tim outlined. So let's get into it. All right, so what you do is you grab a notepad and you create two columns, positive and negative. And then you go through your calendar from the last year and you look at every week. And for each week, you're gonna jot down on the pad any people or activities or commitments that triggered peak positive or negative emotions for that month and put them in their respective columns. All right, so for example, um, as you look back at your calendar, and I, I do this in conjunction with an online calendar as well as my written journals. So for example, uh, last January, you attended a trade show and you developed some good connections that resulted in some new sales. That is a positive, acti that, that's an activity that, or a commitment rather, that involved some activities and people that resulted in positive things. So you write those positive aspects down in that positive column. Same thing, something negative. Got in a fight with your significant other, your spouse, or something challenging happened with a family member or a child. You can write that in the negative comment or column. And continue going through all of this for the year. You may have 30 items, you may have 100 items. It's gonna depend on how you keep a calendar. And if you don't keep a calendar, this might incentivize you to start. So once you've gone through the past year and you have all of these people, activities, and commitments that triggered peak positive or negative emotions, and you've put them in, that, in those columns. Take a look at the columns as a whole and ask yourself what 20% of each column produced the most reliable or powerful peaks. So you're gonna have a long list of positive and negative things in each column and of that list, you're gonna count the number and take 20% of that number and identify that number. So for example, if you have a list of 20, you're going to look at the number five, which five of those 20 items produced the most reliable or powerful peaks. And then based on those answers, based on that five of 20 or the 20% of the total number of peak positive and negative experiences, you're gonna take those positive leaders and schedule more of them in the new year. You're gonna get them on the calendar. 
and I'm, I'm reading from, this is a quote from Tim's blog. Based on your answers, take your positive leaders and schedule more of them in the new year. Get them on the calendar now. Book things with friends and prepay for activities, events, commitments that you know work. It's not real until it's in the calendar. That's step one. Step two is to take your negative leaders. Put, quote, not to do list, close quote, in all capital letters, at the top and put them somewhere you can see them each morning for the first few weeks of 2019. This article was written in uh, 2018, December 28th of 2018. So print them and put them somewhere you can see them each morning for the first few weeks of the year. These are the people and things you know make you miserable, so don't put them on your calendar out of obligation, guilt, fear of missing out, or other nonsense. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, so this is a pretty simple exercise. And the way that I kept my notes after performing this exercise, which I did immediately after reading this, was I had, good morning, lady, good morning. Nope, she didn't want to look at me again. I've only gotten a wave from the woman who walks in the mornings a handful of times. This was not one of them. But when I did this exercise, I had 64 peak triggered emotions in 2018 and 15 peak negative emotions. And what I did was I took those columns and I inserted them into an Excel spreadsheet. And then I added additional columns to make it easy to filter each line item by whether or not it was a positive emotion, it was a negative emotion, the order of entry, meaning the time frame when it was entered during the calendar year, any action that resulted from that emotion, how it's rated on a scale of one through five regarding joy and non-joy. That was how I determined the peak 20% was giving everything a rating of one through five, and then I was able to filter it and only look at the top. And that gave me ease of looking at the things that I needed to schedule and subsequently make that not to do list out of. And then one other column I made was the category of that particular line item and how it corresponds with my project tracking software. For example, financial, personal, work, career, health, so on and so forth. And the categorization and the labeling of the past year review in Excel makes for easy prioritization of a longer list I found. 
and it's easy to refine the lists and make actionable tasks that matter instead of resolutions that never get followed through with. So there you have it. For the past couple of years, I decided that I would do this and I would look at that not to do list all year long, not just not just for part of it, okay? Like he suggested. And one thing that I realized that by focusing on all of these negative things all year long was there was this increased sense of uh, or, or an, in, an increased idea all the time that I wasn't good enough or I had to be mindful of all of these things not to do. And I think there's a reason why he suggested starting off the year that way, but then not focusing on that. So what I decided to do this year was to have my not to do list for 2021, but also that I would create a list of top 10 attributes. And I took this list, I'd have to double check because uh, it's not all in the same house of notes. This is not a part of the past year review, but this is what I did in addition to the past year review, is I took a list of attributes that uh, most everyday millionaires have. And it was also a list of successful people and I made a compilation of these various attributes and I was going to try to make a habit of repeating themselves or repeating them to myself every morning. And something resembling uh, oh, cripes, what is it? Chapter 4 in uh, Think and Grow Rich. Not self-affirmations, but... I'm drawing a blank. But anyways, I wanted to share the top 10 attributes with you for 2021 and also share my not-to-do list with you and let you know that... I'm trying to be more mindful of it, and if you've never heard of anything like this, any exercises like this, I would encourage you to try it and encourage you to be mindful of it as well. All right, so here we go. The top 10 attributes, 2021. I know my success is up to me, and I own it. I commit to improving myself and my earning potential. I focus on things I can control and align my daily habits to my goals. I live on 80% of my income and exercise discipline with budgeting. I experience freedom that comes with spending below my means. I think ahead and refuse to be swept away by the current of life. 
I avoid distractions and am focused on my long-term wealth-building plan. I do what it takes even when what it takes is not easy. I work to increase my education and my skill set to build more for tomorrow. I practice patience for the long-term view to help me stay focused on the future. I have passion to find ways to get the job done. I am consistent. And then my not-to-do list for 2021. I will not commit to anything new. No, I have current obligations. I will not fail myself by not spending appropriate time on bookkeeping. I will not overlook change that the keto diet and lifestyle has already had in my life. I will not diminish the importance of finding my purpose, passion, and why. I will not treat my parents disrespectfully or with a negative tone. I will not give up on myself during a scheduled fast or abstinence. I will not overcommit to people or events without checking my schedule. I will not allow the emotions and behaviors of others to control me. I will not forget unfinished tasks from the past day, week, or quarter. And I will not be lazy with cash management and the integration of the FPU lifestyle or the Financial Peace University lifestyle. So that's it, everybody. That's where I'm at with my goals using a past year review and moving forward, what I will be doing a little bit differently with my goals is getting squared away to have my goals outlined or at least set up and positioned to be or begin, if I haven't already, outlining my goals for 2022 by Thanksgiving of this year so that I can refine them over the next few weeks and then spend the holidays relaxing, doing my past year review, already knowing what lies ahead for 2022 so that as soon as the year begins, I can begin making more effective process moving forward with the direction that I'm headed than I've ever made in my life. And I think that a combination of the past year review exercise by Tim Ferriss, along with focusing on the positive and repeating to yourself time and again the top 10 attributes that you either have or you are working towards. And they will become reality. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you.